Hey, you're listening to Pull the Plug. Sometimes we do say some naughty words on air like poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, elbows. While that escalated quickly, listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug podcast with myself, Shannon Bryan. And myself, Justin G. And myself, Justin Briner. I don't know why we introed like that. I don't know, but I liked it. Yeah. Well, I started it, and then you just decided, hey, Shannon's super cool. I'm going to do exactly what she does. I really just want to kind of ride off your coattails. You know, that's that's what I'm... Wow. Too bad I'm not wearing a coat. Mm. But you yeah, do have a tail. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or is that true. a penis? I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, a tail. Yeah. No, it's definitely a massive cock. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm rocking between my thighs. Perfect. It's weird, though, that it's coming out your butt. Yeah. Like, usually Shannon's got cock going in her butt. Yeah. yeah. So it's a little strange. Yeah, let's what's switch the, it up a bit. What's with the red bumps on it? I like that we're all, like, sick tonight. <laughs> yeah. Are we? Yeah, we are. I but certainly am. Are you really? What's going on? Oh, what? yeah. Is the uh, herp, herp back It's up, the herp. We, we all partied a little too hard this weekend, I think. Yeah. It was, uh, well, I was sick to begin with, like, before the the whole show this weekend. Yeah. Um, and then... You couldn't tell, by the way, not to interrupt, good. but you couldn't tell. That was, that's impressive. Good. Yeah. Because now I'm feeling like dick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I have been since Saturday, so... Shit. Yeah. Um, but for good reason. I mean, uh, this past Saturday night, uh, Justin Briner and, uh, Jake Brenneman played an incredible show down at Edley's Tavern in New Hamburg. Oh, so um, much fun. What are some of the, like the the specs on the show? Like, how many people do you think showed up? Do you have any knowledge of like? Okay, for one, it was over capacity. Oh, easily. Um, easily. it was it was stupid. Actually, how busy it was for a small town venue. Yeah, small town bar. Right? It was kind of like, scary actually navigate because like we were sitting like pretty close to the yeah. stage area, and the bathrooms are on the complete other end of the place. Yes, and it was kind of like when I had to go to the bathroom, I was like. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Like it was like trudging through Mordor. Like it, that's it, what it really was. Like. was. It was I, a journey. That I held my piss the whole show. <laughs> Did and you really? I swear to you, uh, I, cu- I couldn't like m- you couldn't get past anyone. Yeah. I, I barely get to the bar. Only went a couple of times during the night because of how treacherous the trek was yeah but when we did i was happy we did because people were buying shots along the way so you can't it's really true complain. yeah it's yeah thanks chris nichols that yeah. was cool <laughs> fuck what a guy um, yeah. but yeah what an incredible show an incredible group of people uh, i mean i don't think that tiny little dance floor has ever seen so many it, people it hasn't lives. i would i was like being on stage and just seeing everyone it was all i could see was just heads from the beginning of the stage all the way to the back of the so bar awesome. from like the top of their at least 200 people i'm saying at one point yeah it was it was nuts Is that, that's gotta be like a crazy like rock star it did moment. We, we felt like gods up there <laughs> no it, it felt really good and what did you say the uh the bar owner said that it was the busiest he'd seen it in, in... like 15 years yes yeah. like record sales yeah. holy shit yeah. man that's awesome like, it was, it was so cool. we're all justified uh sick tonight so yep. what are you what's wrong with you um just my throat i think well between the show like screaming justin brenner and my babies yeah that's um, a lot of that. and then all the cock i've gone down on since that's <laughs> Uh, probably what's doing me in for tonight. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I've had a cough for how long? Two weeks? Oh, yeah, at least. Really? It, like, I don't know what's happening. Maybe because this winter has lasted way too fucking long. That's, that's got to be what it is. Like, I had a cold and whatever, and it's fucking done. Mm-hmm. I'm not sore. I'm not... Yeah. It's just... It's... it's, it's Fuck off, cold yeah. thing. I it's don't a fuck know. Off cold. It's yeah, a fuck no, off I think cold. everyone in Canada is feeling that right now. Just fuck off. Cold. It's, a, it's a little depressing knowing that last year we were in probably like shorts at this at this time. Yeah, well, we're we're fast approaching um, St. Patrick's Day, and last year we literally went out in t-shirts for St. Patrick's. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, like you could have wore a sweater, but absolutely, it was but, yeah. It was like you toughed it out because it was so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now I have to tough it out with like. 14 layers on i yep. saw the little uh university sluts and shorts and tank tops and i'm yeah. just like Damn. absolute whores eh? yeah absolute whores. garbage yeah they had like smiley faces painted on yeah. their titties great great little shamrocks over their uh, nipples yeah sluts like to like to as soon as weather is just like even remotely sort of okay it's just yeah. like fucking check out my legs and ass and here's my mitt yeah, yeah throw for, a ball at for me. me being not the slutty college girl ha uh, <laughs> Um, warm weather hits and I'm just like, fuck socks. I'm yeah, into my yeah. flip flops. Definitely. Like, I, like, I don't care if I'm in jeans and a sweatshirt. I am in flip flops. Fuck. I hate socks and shoes with a passion. We got, we got to stop talking about warm weather. It's making me sad. Yeah. Yep. I'm depressed. <laughs> Do you want to talk about tonight's show? Let's. Yeah, that might make me feel better. Uh, Mike Hawkins, uh, is sticking to his plan of being angry at all times. 24 <laughs> seven. Uh, so he's got another edition of we're really angry. Perfect. Um, we haven't done one in a while. We're going to have a music discussion for you. Oh. Your favorite sophomore album. This Ooh. is great. This is your favorite, your favorite second album from an artist. Yeah. It's interesting. We're going to talk about that. Um, a breakdown of the most hated bands in America by yes. state. Oh, I love – I've been hated. seeing these maps online. They're great. Yeah. The, we One came out about a week or two ago about mm. the uh, state's favorite band. Yeah, I did yeah. see that one. And, and that was cool. We didn't talk about it, though, because no one – like. That's neat, but we don't want to talk about that. We want to hate on people. That's yeah. fun. It was neat in the sense, because they did it for the USA, and it yeah. was neat in the sense that there were, I think, three Canadian bands yeah, that was in, neat. in the list of states. I think it was Metric, Tegan and Sarah, and someone else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was kind of neat. Arcade Fire, I think, was the other one. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah. And it's remarkable to see which artist is dominating the most hated band in America. Yeah. Really? It's goddamn hilarious. We're going to take a look at that. Back? No, surprise. Well, I didn't look too hard, but I they might be on there, but you I look see pretty them. hard from here. Yeah, well <laughs> I am. <laughs> Things that uh we got another thing too. This is a weird one. It's a, kind of a different thing for us to talk about, but things that almost happened in Disney movies. So oh. these were potential creative choices that could have completely changed potentially your favorite movie. Did you make this up at work? Today? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, this is a real no. thing. It, sound, it sounds like a Justin made-up story. It's though. not. Even if it is, I'm into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it should be fun. And uh, some funeral home workers found something that they didn't expect in a body bag. And mm. I think we're going to start about start with that story because it's fucking crazy and weird. Excellent. I'm looking forward Holy to tonight. Holy shit. Yeah. So it's a great show. We got all that plus your movie weird. update, your music news, and uh, some great music mm-hmm. coming your way. Yeah, like this next one. Uh, this one is called Lumberjunk, The World Out There here on PTP Podcast. Thank you. 
There, lumber junk, and we're back here at PTP Podcast. What a band! Fucking fantastic! What a voice! We were just yeah. saying that yeah. during the break. Definitely check them out online, uh, lumberjunk.com. I, th- I think it's that easy. Yeah, I really yeah. do. And on Facebook and on Twitter, like just find them, lumberjunk. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. This is a uh, first story of the evening. Kicking it off with something insane. Um, I don't. Th- I think this would be like the number one nightmare of somebody who works at a funeral home. The story hmm. comes okay. out of Lexington, Mississippi. Uh, workers at a uh, Lexington funeral home say they found a man alive and kicking when they opened no, a body they bag. Didn't what? How do you? How does that happen though? Yeah, you don't get put into a body bag just because you're sleeping. Look, they you know back in the day when they had you know misdiagnosis or whatever, when they were buried, they would put like a little thing under you know underneath the grave so people could ring a bell if they were still alive. That shit happened. It's not like a, a a myth or anything. This shit went. Yeah, but this down. is 2014. I I know. So yeah, you'd think medicine would have advanced a little bit. Uh, Dexter Howard, who's the coroner, and I'm suspicious because his name is Dexter. <laughs> yeah, uh, calls it a miracle that 78 year old Walter Williams is alive. The coroner was called to Williams' home in Mississippi, where family members believed he had died. Uh, Howard says Williams had no pulse and was pronounced dead uh, last Wednesday. Early Thursday, workers at Porter and Sons Funeral Home were preparing to embalm Williams when he started to kick in the body bag. Family members were called and Williams was taken to a hospital. Howard says he believed Williams' pacemaker stopped working and then started again. No way. I That happened. I would shit my fucking pants. Yes. Yeah, can you... That's... Like, you would think, oh, fuck, zombies. 
Yeah, that, no, that, totally. That's the first thought Abs- that would come to my mind. Absolutely, that's that's exactly because all it. rational thought is left your mind at that point. Because we live in 2014, and you assume that when we say somebody's dead, we that know what we're talking dead. about. Fucking dead. Yeah. Um, and I mean, at 78 years old, too, you're like, oh, he had a good run or whatever. And then there's him just going like, fuck that. I dig. Get <laughs> yeah. me the fuck out of here. Get me out of here. Yeah. Uh, family members say Williams uh, told them he's happy to be alive. Well, that's Holy good. Shit. So that's good. At least it's not one of those cases like someone tried to kill themselves and it didn't work. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would be that, awful. That could be shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of horrifying. That would be the number one nightmare. Yeah. Horrifying, but um, I don't know. I feel like there was a light at the end of that tunnel that is just like, the guy lives. Well, there's not a light at the end of his tunnel yet. He's not quite in that tunnel yet. Mm-hmm. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Death. That's funny. No, it's not really. But yeah, he's got a few more years to he's live. He's got a few more years, and then he will actually be dead. So there you go. <laughs> Well, that's good. Well, he's 78 well, I mean, years old. Yeah, Let's no, I, be I know real. It's just, and he lives in Mississippi. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Sorry it's okay. for your luck, buddy. It's okay. We don't have any listeners in Mississippi, yeah. so you're never going to hear Mississippi. this. Fuck Mississippi. Let's cheer for them. <laughs> I've always enjoyed the state of Mississippi just because it's fun to spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you spell it? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Nicely done, wow. Shannon Brian. Uh, trust me, I, I love the state of that. Mississippi just yeah. because of I, how fun it is. I have no is. doubt that you love the state just of Mississippi. Just because it is so much fun to spell. Yeah. Like, I, I drove through there once on a road trip with my fam jam, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm pretty sure the entire state my dad sped because I just kept spelling it out loud. That's how much fun it is. Wow. I, that sounds like the worst trip ever. Yeah. It sounds probably like you were a bitch. <laughs> Oh, I still am. Don't absolutely. <laughs> don't no get question. me wrong. There's no question. Still to this day, if you took me to Mississippi, yeah, the, I don't say anything except letters. Sh- Shannon's <laughs> driving for, through like Ohio, and she's just yeah. pissed. She's just like it's so short. And, yeah, oh, wait. Oh, this wait, isn't fun child. to spell. Well, you just made it kind of fun. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Well done, guys. Yeah. Not too bad. Coming up, we got Mike Hawkins mm-hmm. with another edition. Of we're really angry. The firebush. The firebush. The man, the, the legend, legend, the firebush. He's got to get that as a tattoo, right? Like He does. Oh, like, God, right yeah. above his junk. I'm oh. actually considering it, too. Like on the hairline. <laughs> on the hairline. I don't know. I think it works. Great hairline. Fantastic <laughs> hairline. <laughs> good jeans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good good jeans. I think they're Levi's. I don't know. Uh, it's time for another song here. This one's called Lantern uh, by a band called Stylus Boy on P2P Podcast. To send. She would like a helping hand To say all the things that she can't tell him In life, waiting for the stars above to shine She would like the words to find a way To say all the things that she can't tell him Oh, 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 is the light that's
Now it's time for this week's We're Really Angry. We're Really Angry! Skull tattoos and Nazi memorabilia. Black lipstick all goth-like and drugs paraphernalia. People held hostage all tied up in strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Mugging women's purses and drive-by shootings. Drug cartels and old people inadvertently tooting. Holding up a jewelry store at gunpoint and demanding all the rings. These are a few of my favorite things. Going into a public washroom and doing an upper decker. Standing up in front of a classroom exposing my pecker. I like big butts and every time I see one my dick all of a sudden springs. These are a few of my favorite things. When I'm angry, when I'm cursing, when I feel so sad. I simply remember my favorite things. Then I don't feel so bad. And that's what's making me angry this week. Favorites. Every single one of us has a set of favorite things. And many of us like to show them off, especially on people's cars. You drive around and people's cars are all decked out in window stickers, flags, or their favorite sport or organization. Even my car, it's the same thing. I'm a huge fan of David Hasselhoff. Just take one look at my car, you'll see. When you're younger, you have all kinds of favorite things. When you're 12 years old, you can have 100 Star Wars action figures, and you're cool. When you're 35, you're a freak. I've seen on the news they have speed dating events for Star Wars fans. People dress up like their favorite Star Wars characters and meet up, which doesn't boast well for all of us normal single people. Even the Star Wars junkies are having regular sex. Nowhere are your favorite things more important than on dates. That's where you have to get a feel for the person by asking the basic questions. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? What's your favorite place to be whipped by leather straps? What's your favorite things? That'll separate you on a date. One wrong favorite thing could end the whole date. I was on one recently and I asked a pretty legitimate question. Who's your favorite member of One Direction? And she's all like, Liam. And I'm all like, goodbye. This clearly isn't working out between us. I was never one of my mom's favorites growing up. It was always my older brother, then my younger brother, then our dog, then the living room ficus, then the crazy cat lady down the street, then the mailman, then there's Maud, then me. 
But some people's favorite things will surprise you. Like my grandma. She will sit there all day in her rocking chair, rocking back and forth to hip-hop songs. Rap is her number one favorite thing. Knows all the songs, has the grills in her teeth. Every year on my birthday, she calls up and says the same thing. Go, shorty. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. And blah, 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 blah. We don't give up if it's your birthday, child. You can tell people's favorites just by what they collect. I don't really collect anything, but I guess if you have more than one of something, you have a collection. I got six jars of KY jelly on my nightstand, so that's something. And that's what's making me angry this week.
Now, as long as you're just hanging there, pay attention. Now it's time for your pull-the-plug movie update. This is one doodle that can't be undid, Holmes Gillett. Top five at the box office this week. Number five, The Monuments Men. Number four, Three Days to Kill. Number three, the Lego movie has slipped to the number three spot. Yeah, but look how much fucking money it's made. Well, that's true. It has brought in $209 million, which is pretty impressive. Already announced a sequel, I think, for 2016 or 2017. Honestly, they can make how many... Oh yeah, they can oh, just keep sure. making it. Yeah. Um, compared to, I mean, number two, Son of God, it brought in twenty five million in its opening weekend. So, Lego Movie sitting at two oh nine is still pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And number one, the new Liam Neeson flick, nonstop, kind of like snakes on a plane without the plane or uh, without the snakes. Yeah, he is on a plane. He is on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. But no snakes. And people just die or something. Yeah, the, he gets a text message because he's like an air marshal. Okay. He gets a text message. Somebody's going to die on this plane every 20 minutes unless I get a certain amount of money. Yeah. And he's really? got to figure shit out. So that one uh, action uh, feature film brought in... a non-stop in, uh, action adventure. $29 million huh. in its opening weekend. Interesting. Uh, opening this week in theaters... I hear he fights off the criminals with his dick. That's what I heard. That's what I've really? heard as well. Slaps him doesn't face. he have a dong on him? He has a, a large... Penis, a long dick, yeah. an LD on. Uh, yeah, the size of an Evian bottle. That's like a big wow. one. Yeah, and yeah. those are big. They're big they ones. They are big. Oh, good for him. Opening this week in theaters, uh, three hundred Rise of an Empire, uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel, and uh, how do you say this one? Joe Jodorowsky's Jodorowsky's Dune. What the fuck is? I that? think that's a documentary about uh, the guy who made Dune. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Joe, wow, that's a hard name to say. That is very Yeah, hard. you should change it. Yeah, to just Dune would have <laughs> sufficed. It's a good idea, yeah. Coming soon to theaters March 14th, Need for Speed. Veronica Mars, Bad Words, and Enemy. March 21st, Muppets Most Wanted, <laughs> Divergent, and Nymphomaniac Volume 1. What? That's a new movie uh, by Lars von Trier. New porno? Um, no, no, no. But you get, like, Shia LaBeouf is in it. Yeah. And uh, watch the trailer. Actually, they put out posters for for the movie, and it's all of the actors giving their O face. It's nice. really weird because you know the old guy from Thor, yes. the scientist. Yeah. He's in it. He's giving his O face. Is uh, Skarsgård? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you can check that out if you're so inclined. Nice. Well, I do like the O face, so maybe. I really like O faces. Yeah. Uh, new on DVD this week: uh, The Grandmaster, Old Boy. Uh, 12 Years of Slave, Girl Rising, Hours, The Last Day on Mars, and Cold Comes the Night. Coming soon to DVD, Enemies Closer, Inside Lewin Davis, Homefront, Out of the Furnace, In Fear, The Book Thief, and uh, this one's coming out on Friday, I guess, The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Hells yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a big release. That was a good movie. It was a very good movie, actually. I was surprised how much... um, I don't know, especially joining that Hunger Games train late, like after the first one had already been on DVD. Mm-hmm. I was surprised how much it actually drew me in because I didn't think I had any interest in it. Yeah, and me then, neither. And uh, all of a sudden they're like, oh, we kill children. I was like, oh, that's what this is about. <laughs> oh, I'm totally perfect. in. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence has a, cr- has an, a bow and arrow? Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm watching interested, that shit. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's badass. She's a, she's a really good deal. Yeah. That one, yeah. yeah she's all right. Yeah. Don't you dare say she's all right. <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> celebrity birthdays here for you. And now it's time for celebrity birthdays. 
Go, 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 shorty. It's celebrity birthdays. We're gonna party like it's celebrity birthdays. We're gonna drink Chicardi like it's celebrity birthdays. We don't give up if it's celebrity birthdays. You can find me on PTP every single week with Justin B and Justin G. They bring the D. And then there's Shannon Bryant. She makes me roar like a lion. She's so fine and she's not even trying. This is how we do. Celebrities have birthdays too. Just like me and you, doesn't matter who, black, white, or Jew. So here's a little clue. Sometimes they turn 22 or 45 or 29. Yes, we even include Amanda Bynes or a cast member from Full House or even Mickey Mouse. We don't discriminate. We even include Kate from John and Kate plus eight. We don't care if they're straight or like it up the ass. In that case, it'll go something like this. Happy birthday, Lance Bass. So think of your favorite person from Weird Al Yankovic to Gina Gershon. For the ladies, we got Marky Markin. For the fellas, we got Ellen Barkin. Alive or well, we got Kristen Bell. Dead and in the grave, we got Henry VIII. If you want death, blind, and dumb, we got Helen Keller. If you want a nice bum, we got Sarah Michelle Geller. Celebrities <laughs> are just like me and you. Celebrities have birthdays too. Yo, West Side represents. Uh, Jake Lloyd. He played uh, Anakin Skywalker. Oh, wow. Uh, the kid in The Phantom Menace. Yes. Uh, How old is he now? He's 25. Whoa. And uh, hasn't really acted since. No. He hates that movie. Yeah, absolutely. every time, like, because he, he goes to you know some conventions where, and it's it's kind of lambasted as the worst Star Wars movie. Yeah, like people hated it. I would have to agree. And he hates getting questions about it. There's a bunch of like videos on YouTube of him getting asked questions about it, and he he's just like awkward and weird about it. Yeah, it's really funny if you want to feel feel better about yourself. So I suggest watching that. Uh, actress Jolene Blalock is 39. Actress Eva Mendez is 40. I like Eva Mendez because she models for PETA a lot. Oh yes, which means she's which means she's naked, naked, and she's yeah. a, she's a good deal. Forty years old, that that's pretty clothes. impressive. Uh, actor Kevin Connolly, Eric from Entourage, is also forty years old. Uh, Matt Lucas is also forty today. He's the Shannon, you'll know this, the bald guy from Little Britain. Yes, um, the guy in the wheelchair is just like I don't like that. What what is it? he has like alopecia? What's that called? Alopecia. Alopecia can't grow hair. So what? yeah, bald everywhere. Really? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's really funny. He, uh, <laughs> it's really funny. He's a, yeah. He's in Little Britain. He was uh, in Bridesmaids. Super funny dude. Uh, he, he looks like a giant baby. Yeah, he does. I mean, you know, the, you know, Bridesmaids, yeah, obviously, yeah. right? The the roommate that oh, Kristen yeah, yeah. Wiig can't get away from, and then her brother that's there. The brother is this guy. That's funny. Ah, he shit. he is so fucking funny. If if you get the chance to watch Little Britain, uh, if you like British comedy at all, he kills me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, producer Scott Mosier is 43, produces all of uh, Kevin Smith's films. Oh, yep. nice. Uh, John Frusciante. There it is. I got. I, I wrote it down today, man, yeah. and I like I said it aloud like 10 times. I wanted to impress you. He's 44 today. So, something kind of funny about, just about that name. Uh, just on the weekend, this old cougar kept coming up to me like <laughs> maybe, you know, like 10, 10 times she must have came up to me and asked for my name or whatever. Nice. And my buddy, oh. my buddy was... Uh, um, was talking to me and she comes in and she's just like hey like what's your name and my buddy's like you, you don't know who this is and she's just like no like what's it, what's his name and he's like that's john Frusciante." <laughs> and she's like she's like john Frusciante." he's like yeah that's fucking john Frusciante. google him you'll you'll he'll come right up and like she goes over to her group of cougar friends oh that's my that's john Frusciante. his name's john Frusciante, and we're sitting there fucking losing our mind <laughs> laughing Amazing. So it was. It was hysterical. I love but that. Continue. <laughs> That's the best story ever. Yeah. Uh, Charlie and Craig Reed of the Proclaimers, both for uh, fifty-two today. Uh, singer and TV host Andy Gibb is fifty-six. Writer, actor, comedian Penn Jillette is fifty-nine today. 
you know, from Penn and Teller. Yes. Uh, and uh, actor Fred Williamson is 76 today. And that is your movie update. Awesome. Pull the plug, audience. Woo! You're goddamn welcome. <laughs> yes, you are. I guess. I don't know. Sorry about that. We got a bunch of good stuff coming up for you tonight here on Pull the Plug. Stay up to date with everything Pull the Plug related. Uh, go to the website, ptppodcast.com. Uh, links to the Facebook, links to Twitter. Follow us, like us, share us. Please, please like us. Please do. Yeah. We're desperate for I saw we were, we were getting up there with, with likes. Though. Yeah, we're doing good. So right. thanks to anybody who's uh, recently liked us. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and fuck y'all if you haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you head on over to Facebook. You can find us just PTP Podcast. Nice and simple. Super easy. That's the way we like it here. Yeah. yeah. Trouble and Daughter here now with more than looks on PTP Podcast. In a room of hundreds, they've got nothing on you. Sure, they look good in numbers, but that's just not gonna do. Doctors got us on that dance floor diet Staggering your steps trying to defy it I'll be back for more Yeah, I'll be back for more Breaking backs for you, baby Just to break your hips, shakes his hand, sweats, lips on the bottle time I as we're getting low if looks could kill I'd be on the floor and you'll be alone tonight who wants to be alone tonight doctors got us on that dance floor diet staggering your steps trying to fight I'll be back for more yeah I'll be back for more Breaking backs for you, baby. Just to break your hip, shakes his hand, sweats, lips on the bottle. We both want more than looks tonight. Tonight, just to break you in. Just to break your hip, shakes his hand, sweats, lips on the bottle.
More than looks there, Trouble and Daughter. We're back here, PTP Podcast. Check them out online. They they are playing all kinds of shows, yeah. um, troubleanddaughter.com. And we recently checked them out in Kitchener, opening for USS. And my God, do they ever put on a fantastic show. They do. Absolutely. Holy so fuck. So do yourself a favor and uh, check out those live listings for those guys. I think as, fav- as, as much as I enjoyed Trouble and Daughter's set, and they were incredibly talented, and I love them. My favorite part of the show was actually watching Jake <laughs> dance to it. Yeah. Because he was really drunk. He was way past drunk, I think. And, like, right dead center and just fucking just giving it, like, yeah. like so he hard really and passionately. And, and the best was we came, saw them. They were the opening back or act, yeah. me and Jake, and then we left. <laughs> we're yeah. like, all right, that was our show, and we were, we were perfectly happy with it. Oh, totally but how was content. USS, by the way? We left about three minutes after <laughs> You're you. kidding yeah. me. <laughs> That's hilarious. And uh, it was really funny, too, because uh, I was posting photos from the evening, and uh, some the, the little group of girls right beside us that was like in love with Jake yeah. uh, found and liked all of my photos from That's the night. Awesome. How does that even happen? No idea. Well, I guess Trouble and Daughter shared one of my oh, photos. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, kind of funny. <laughs> that's great. That's amazing. Yep. So yeah, we were, we were he, tired. He made we're that big. kind of impression, though. Yeah, absolutely. That it warranted uh, Instagram stalking. So, oh, that was good. I like that. I like that. Um, so, we, we like to do this from time to time, do a little bit of a music discussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, uh, this one actually comes from a thread that I saw on Reddit. Your favorite sophomore album. Your favorite second album from an artist. Yes. Interesting. Where you think it's it's better in some ways, in most ways, than their first album. Doesn't have to mean that their first album is shit, because why would you come back for a second album? Mm-hmm. But and the second album that you think is better than the first one. Like it mm-hmm. could be landmark, you know, it could be a landmark album. Exactly. Even or something. That's right. Yeah, it could be that have that one favorite song of yours, so... Uh, Shane, do you want to start? I'm going to get us kicked off here because the sophomore album that I'm choosing happens to be my favorite album of all time. So that's how good these guys did with their sophomore album. How cute. Um, Alexis on Fire's (laughs) Watch Out album. Uh, It was their second album. It came out right after uh, their self-titled. And yeah, the self-titled had me hooked. Like... Uh, still to this day my favorite band they they absolutely had me hooked with that album and then watch out came out and just every track was fucking gold it was just there there was i think some some progression through the albums mm-hmm. it it still had the great elements of screamo to it but yeah um i'd have to agree just the, uh, the i don't know the music got a lot more intricate yeah. i guess and it really showed off each of their individual like stylings and talents and stuff and um to me that that album just tops it I, for I me i definitely thought the production was a lot better too on yeah, that totally. album yeah totally um it, i mean they just they had a lot more resources after their yep. self-titled went 
bonkers on the like on the charts and got so much notice and stuff that um yeah they just they had a lot more freedom with with watch out i think and uh yeah to this day my favorite album i think it because i'm i'm not really a fan of them and Mm. i can still look though at the track listing and and i I recognize all those tracks absolutely like i don't listen like the only time i'm ever hearing is if shannon's playing it and I can still be like, oh yeah, that's that track. Yeah, I remember that song. Like, it's like, oh okay, it's yeah. true. That's no, th- pretty amazing for an album. That, again, I don't listen to the yep. whole album. Is just gold. Yeah, unbelievable. I have to agree. That's great. What about you, sir? Um, my sophomore album. Um, there's a lot. You know what? I like. There's a lot of second yeah. albums that I really like. Um, I'd have to say yours. Definitely. Your What's second, that? Your Mine, yeah. Like, <laughs> your second really was way like better than the first. Like, the fourth really, one's pretty shit, but yeah, the second one? The second one. Um, no, I'm going to have to go with uh, Siamese Dream by the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, that album just really took me my, by storm. Um, it has my favorite song of all time, Mayonnaise, on it. And um, But, I mean, it, it has, like, huge hits like, you know, Disarm and Today and, like, just huge, absolute huge hits that you still hear on the radio. Yeah. Um, but it... it the sound is just it it's like it's like a little psychedelic it's uh it's super catchy the writing is uh, some of my favorite writing of all time um and it was a huge album on why i'm writing the way i am and yeah. why i'm playing music even really so um i'm definitely going to have to go with Siamese dream smash pumpkins now, did you did you have like the same opinions you know as Shannon's where like you could kind of hear it and almost feel like a natural progression in terms of not necessarily the maturity, but just you've done an album and now you've got like that under your belt and you can kind of hear that progression of now I know how to write um, a song or yeah, yes and no. Their first album is fucking incredible too. Um, I I did I did feel like the production was better though. Yeah, um, it was the same producer though, which is kind of ironic. Butch Vig, who produced you know Nevermind, Nirvana, and, yeah, you know uh, he produced the first two Smashing Pumpkins albums. And um, I, di- I did feel like the production was a little better, um, and I, I and I mean, you know, it has my favorite song ever on it. So I definitely that think the, the the writing on it too um, is definitely better. Um, they really came as a as a group um, with that second album. So right on, gonna have to go with that. Um, before I get to mine, I'm just gonna do a quick rundown of just some of the ones that people have been posting on on the Reddit. Oh yeah, cool. yeah. That. yeah. Uh, Beastie Boys, Paul's Boutique. Nice. A lot of people are really digging that yep. that choice as a second album. Uh, Siamese Dream, Smashing Pumpkins, actually, from yeah. a lot of people as well. Uh, Low End Theory uh, by a tribe called Quest. Uh, the Band with their second album, The Band. Yeah, that was a con- huge Considered job. flawless by a lot of people. Yep. Um, and a big one that that, a lo- that I've never really listened to because it's more electronic-based, but LCD Sound System with Sound of Silver is also one that seemed to get a lot of traction really? on Very the thread. Cool. Yeah, so uh, you can check that out on Reddit under the uh, the subreddit Music. Uh, if you want to find it, it's what's your favorite sophomore album? And I think mine mine's a toss up, um, but I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, Jimmy Eat World. Okay, uh, with their second album, Clarity. Well, yeah, I mean, cool for yeah. for me. That's still their my favorite album it's, by them. It's I mean, their first album, Static Prevails, is a great album. Yep. you can still listen to it, and totally. you can still it's, it's you know quintessential Jimmy Eat World. But then you listen to Clarity, and it's it really is that progression of okay, now we are legit. Alternative rock, emo, punk, whatever the fuck you whatever, want to call it. Yeah, exactly. You can you can hear all of those different elements in there, and I wouldn't necessarily say it's my favorite album from them, but it's certainly one of the best second albums. A great I can, I can imagine. You know yeah. what? That's I, I agree with that statement. Uh, and a close second for me would have to be Neon Bible from Arcade Fire. 
Just throwing that out there. Hmm. It's a good good choice. Cool. So uh, let us know what your favorite yes, sophomore please. album uh, is or might be. Uh, go to the website, ptppodcast.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. What is your favorite sophomore album? I like that. Yeah. yeah do it yeah. up. All right. Uh, into the music now. This one's called Stars Here by Quite Articulate on PTP Podcast. Put stars in your eyes so you could see yourself for what you really are. Because I've been trying to show you. But now you've gone too high and placed you up into the sky. And now you're too far. I've been dying to see you again Hope you like the view from where you sit Cause I don't have strength to deal with this I just wish you could see me from so far above I'm in your shadow with the candles lit Taking stars back from your eyes Cause I'm moving up and I could use a lift Someone to lift me up Wanna leave but I stole your heart And now you're stuck because you can't resist You can't resist me Hope you like the view from where you sit Cause I don't have strength to deal with it Just wish you could see me from so far above I'm in your shadow with the candles lit Well, they've burned out and so have I I think they'll learn hopefully this time Well, they've burned out and so have I I think they'll learn hopefully are you ready to get your mind blown? And now it's time for your pull the plug music news. Slap it that bass, man! I slap it up, New releases for you this week in music. Comeback Kid. Come Die Knowing. Kid. Woo, look at that. They're coming back. Kid. Uh, <laughs> kid. <laughs> Real Estate with their fantastic new album, Atlas. Uh, John Gorka, Bright Side of Down. Ashante. Ashante or Ashanti? Shanti? I think it's a Shanti. I'm not sure. It's been a long time. I think. But you know who I'm talking about. She's got a new album, Braveheart, and the uh, Sherlock Series 3 soundtrack. Check Ooh, that out as well. Yeah. I'm a big nerd when it comes to soundtracks, so anytime something comes out that I dig, I have to tell you about it. Nothing wrong with that. That's right. Top five on Billboard.com right now. Number five, Beyonce by Beyonce. Number four, now 40 fucking nine. <laughs> That's still there. Uh, number three, Cole Swindle by Cole Swindle. Anyone? <laughs> oh, he just looks like um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, look at the album cover, and it's just like you are from the south, and you just you love apple pie. Oh, really? Mama. Like, holy fuck! <laughs> so, so is Not it like there's anything wrong? Is it with like that. redneck country? Then I don't know. I haven't listened to any of it. Like, and that's purely just the look of the album cover that I get. It's just like okay. Homegrown southern guy, which I thought, you know, fine, but yeah. no thanks. Fucking Mississippi. Fucking Mississippi. <laughs> uh, number two here, The Outsiders by Eric Church. And uh, number one, The Frozen soundtrack back in the number one spot. It's pretty Sweet. impressive. Wow. Yeah. Music headlines here for you. Coldplay kind of surprised everybody, I think. Surprised me and announced that they'll be releasing a new uh, album called Ghost Stories on May 19th. Mm. Uh, you can now pre order wow. the album on iTunes, and when you do, you get the lead single, uh, Magic. Uh, I have yet to hear it. 
I've, you don't like it, but you don't like. If football. you listen to uh, the Edge out of Toronto, um, you will have heard it probably a good two hundred times yeah, by I now. That. Um, and I'm just I'm not a Coldplay fan. I think like, I don't know. Well, it'd be well, fine. What's if, that other one that they just released too? Um, Midnight. 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 Yeah, I did hear that weird. one. Uh, and you know what? I I am a Coldplay fan. I really am a fan of their earlier work, especially. Um, this was just like too much for me. Like it was too oh, we much. We talked of a about change. it last week. We, and we said, did. It was said it sounded like Bonnie Vare. Bonnie Vare, and I kind of thought like it was like it was like they were trying to do the whole Bonnie Vare mixed with like Radiohead kind of deal. Yeah, actually, you, yeah, that's you good know point. what I mean. And I was just like, and I I love Radiohead and stuff, but like this is it was just like way too weird for Coldplay. Like it was just like way too far of a stretch. Is 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 ma- now again? I know you don't really like care for Coldplay, but is Magic very similar? It to- put me to sleep. Oh, well, that's really? A, that's like, good, I haven't heard it yet. And either. you were driving, so and fuck. I was driving. That's terrifying. So I almost died. Thanks a lot, Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You know how you're gay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a good one to put on uh, maybe before going to bed. Yeah, or killing yourself, apparently. Or before killing yourself. <laughs> that's nice. That's good. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. All the people we hate. <laughs> Uh, Phoenix is hitting the road again in support of last year's fantastic album, uh, Bankrupt. Phoenix, if you get the chance to see them live. Yeah. Holy shit. One of the most impressive live acts I've ever seen. Yeah. We saw them and at uh, Oceaga. And I was not expecting that at all. Like, I knew they'd be entertaining or whatever. Entertainment. Um, but no. Fucking well perfect. Done. Yeah. Great very band. well done. Uh, their new North American dates include both uh, Bonnaroo and Governor's Ball. Uh, they're going to be in Toronto at the Sound Academy, which would be really sweet, actually, on June 10th with Albert Hammond Jr. supporting. Wow. That's a great venue, I think, for Phoenix. Because it's going to be busy, like packed, but it's going to be like... I don't think it's big enough for them. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, that's... Like seeing them at a summer festival with like... And that was a huge-ass crowd. Thousands upon thousands of people was insane. I don't know if a small venue is where they should be playing. Yeah. Sound Academy holds like 5,000. Sound Academy is kind of good for like if you like, uh, I th- I think at least from what I've seen there, like light shows almost. I guess. And and yeah. Phoenix kind of takes advantage of that at least. So yeah. maybe it, It'll be a much more intimate show than you're going to see them anywhere else. That's but true. I'd, I'd be interested to see how, how that translates. Uh, Counting Crows have finished recording a new album. Uh, they plan to mix it in April, and it's slated for release in either August or September. Cool. Uh, it'll be the group's first full-length album of original material since 2008's Saturday Nights and Sunday Mornings. Whoa. That's like six years of yeah, that's a non-all-original content. Wow. Uh, Forecastle Festival, which is one I've never heard of, no. uh, has revealed its lineup for 2014. The three-day festival takes place July 18th to 20th at Waterfront Park in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Outcast, Jack White, Beck, and the Replacements top the lineup with Ray LaMontagne, Band of Horses, Against Me, Local Natives, Spoon, and a bunch of others. Uh, weekend passes go on sale Friday, March seventh. Cool show. This Friday at noon at their website forecastlefest.com. It's a good lineup. Yeah, Festivals absolutely. are just popping up everywhere. And Outcast is like gonna fucking dive exhaustion. Yeah. Yes. Jesus, give them a break. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you guys remember that collaboration album between uh, Linkin Park and, and Jay-Z? Yes. Oh, fuck. That's like 10 years old now. It, it is, actually. Called Collision really? Course. Well, the commemorate- That was actually just, the, the was album, just spitballing there. But. They're commemorating the album's 10th anniversary. Wow. Wow. Well done, sir. Yeah, I'm Not impressed. Bad. You have officially impressed me, Brenner. Thank oh. you. Uh, it's being reissued for Record Store Day. <laughs> what? Really? Because apparently we need it. Uh, the reissue comes pressed on special edition blue vinyl. 
and includes a DVD of their joint concert in 2004. That's pretty cool. I might, it's cool. I might want to check that out. Yeah, I, I never listened to that. It just it they didn't it didn't appeal yeah. to me at the time. But I don't know. Do we I, really need that? We we I just, we certainly don't need it. But now okay. that you brought it up, it's like I haven't listened to that it, in it ten could, years. So it could maybe. be worth checking out. All yeah. Right. yeah. And finally, uh, this week, uh, Oasis announced the reissue of Definitely Maybe, Ooh. along with uh, What's the Story, Morning Glory, and Be Here Now, in cl- uh, celebration, rather, of the band's 20th anniversary. Well, it wouldn't be an Oasis news story if someone wasn't just fucking well, pissed yeah, off. bitching about something. Uh, Liam Gallagher is not a fan of this. He told fans not to purchase the reissue. Of course he's He not. took to Twitter last Friday, writing in all caps, How can you remaster something that's already been mastered? Don't buy into it. Let it be. Wow. Okay, buddy. Uh, it's due out May 20th. Uh, the reissue of Definitely Maybe spans three discs and includes unreleased or rare demos and live recordings. Uh, the reissues of What's the Story, Morning Glory, and Be Here Now uh, are going to follow up uh, I'm later this year. I'm certainly going to pick up those first two albums. Yeah. I don't know. Vinyl, for sure. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of sweet. Nice way of commemorating that, that yep. anniversary. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Even though Liam Gallagher would probably try to piss on you. If yeah, you... but he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. I feel like he's more more stupid. Yeah, he's he's Noel just is. angry for the sake of being angry. Like Noel is passionate and, yeah. and has opinions, but you don't see it so much like this. No, I mean they're both idiots when it comes to like that shit. Yeah, but it's just like I don't know. I, I just really don't like Liam's. <laughs> <laughs> That's your music news. We got two more awesome breaks coming up for you tonight here on Pull the Plug. Stay up to date with everything at ptppodcast.com. Sink or swim here, Megan Colley on Pull the Plug Podcast. Yeah, I know my favorite color is green, and I'm ticklish behind my knees. Yeah, you know how to make me scream, and then I go to bed in the t-shirt you leave. Yeah. 
Sink or swim there from a real fucking beauty, Megan Colley. That's right. Podcast. Seriously gorgeous. Yeah, really though. Check her out online. Do it. Do it. Uh, Huffington Post uh, posted this list, uh, I think it was last week or something, um, about weird things that almost happened to your favorite Disney movies. I like this. You always hear about Disney movies, like the weird like little quirks that they have, like how the Lion King smells sex in the air or the cover of The Little Mermaid has a fucking like rock hard dildo on it or whatever. Classic stuff. Um, But yeah, so I'm always intrigued uh, how uh, sites and lists like this can ruin my childhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and this this one isn't quite like that where it's going to ruin things, but it's going to show how different something could have been. And before we get into it, I'm really glad you brought up that all sexual thing because um, I was listening to another podcast uh, yesterday and they were talking about um, uh, Philo Goes West. Do you remember okay, that movie? Okay, yeah. And apparently somebody found it on YouTube and it's in every single print of the movie. VHS, DVD, digital copy. They haven't get, gotten rid of it at all because no one knew about it until now. Mm-hmm. At a certain frame, and it's so quick you, can, you can't really see it. You just think it's like a weird you know, line or something. One of the animators drew a dick right going onto Fievel's face. Really? For a frame. Wow. And you have to pause it at exactly the right second. But it's it's clear as day. That's so funny. And it's funny. fucking hilarious. Amazing. So it's just kind of interesting that we're going to be talking about that. I like that. Now, so these are these are some of them. You can find the whole list at HuffingtonPost.com. We'll be posting the list uh, later on this week. Uh, Disney originally wanted the Spice Girls to sing for the Muses in Hercules. Um, what? I wanted them to sing for everything in my life. Yeah, I so, still want them to sing yes. for everything. <laughs> the more Spice Girls, the better. I'm going to go home and listen to Spice Girls. Hells yeah. yeah. I'm going to touch myself to Spice Girls later, so it'll be kind of like I doing do the same to thing. Posh Daily. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know the song Part of Your World from uh, Little Mermaid? Absolutely. It was this close to getting cut. What? what? Yeah. It's such a gr- like iconic song. They uh, uh, yeah. A whole bunch of... like. Uh, uh, Disney executives or whatever thought it was going to be like thought it was a boring song, but then they tested it out with kids and the kids really liked it, so they kept it in. Wow, weird. Go uh, kids. Yeah. For Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, uh, they could have featured dwarves named Hickey, <laughs> Dirty, <laughs> Dirty, Deffy, and Dumpy. <laughs> All of those should have been kept in. I know. Yeah, that would have been way better. Dumpy, Dumpy, Snow oh, White and wow. the Eleven Dwarves because yeah. they're awesome. I like Holy Dumpy. I, I re, you really just need Humpy, and that's like that's Humpy. That's, that's it. Humpy, Dumpy, Hickey. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, the iconic uh, spaghetti dinner scene from Lady and the Tramp. Yes, yes. the dogs are eating spaghetti. It was almost scrapped because they didn't think it was gonna be you know realistic enough that's one of the few Is things i actually remember about? about that movie yeah you mean talking or talking yeah. dogs or whatever really though yeah but they, oh, they, they were don't just like spaghetti you're gonna have a <laughs> that's stupid people are gonna have a hard time relating to this <laughs> but yeah that that's actually one of the few moments Fucking i do dumb. remember of that movie like there, i that's mean obviously a lot really of Dis- a lot of disney movies you remember every line every song but uh for whatever reason the lady in the that was never really a big one for me stick out for me i don't know why but, and yeah. that's all i really do remember so that's really weird one of my favorite disney movies aladdin mm-hmm. um he was a aladdin the character was originally designed to resemble uh michael j fox in the early drawings but a disney executive didn't find that the the results were attractive enough they wanted you know a handsome lead male in an animated film so From the they, middle east they redesigned him to resemble tom cruise 
Really? What? Yeah. What? That's kind of weird, eh? Um, very weird. Super going on, strange. Going on with the list of uh, ways that Disney movies could have been different. Uh, Bambi was supposed to be super bloody. Um, really? I can see that. It was, I, yeah, it was I already totally fucking sad yeah. in my childhood. Holy fuck. It was reportedly spo- Bambi was reportedly supposed to watch as his mother's carcass is dragged away by the hunter, oh. leaving behind a pool of, bu- of blood. <laughs> Whoa! I feel as like they the- should redo these and like <laughs> yeah. include them in a special re- edition, like release Holy of it. Holy fuck. Like... That you think that movie's amazing. scarring now? Bambi. <laughs> yeah. Machete. The, uh, the vultures from The Jungle Book were yeah. originally supposed to be voiced by the Beatles. What? Really? Uh, the Lion King started out as a National Geographic-style cartoon about ruthless jungle life, so it would have been very Bambi-esque in yeah. terms of blood and mayhem and terror everywhere. This is insane. Uh, in Toy Story, Woody was originally a ventriloquist dummy. While Buzz Lightyear was originally a toy called Tinny, a wind-up tin toy one-man band. Not huh. nearly as... Not, not even remotely as cool. Not even a little bit, yeah. No. And uh, and finally, they originally wanted Toy Story to be a full-blown musical for Pixar's first movie. They wanted it to be a, a musical. Really? And I'm really glad that Have they Have they really done any full-blown musicals? Like, I guess every Disney Fantasia, movie has songs. Oh! I guess yeah, Fantasia, that's considered. Maybe. Yeah, I guess you could consider that one. But a... it's more like orchestral, isn't it? I guess it? that's true. That I mean, a, every Disney movie has like they're known yeah. for their songs and stuff. So I guess maybe you could consider most Disney movies yeah. musicals. But I don't know. Do you guys have a favorite Disney movie? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I think Her- like cartoon one, Hercules yeah. or Pocahontas. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, cool. I'm, I'm a, I know I'm forgetting a mil- like Peter Pan. Oh my God, yes! Or like the Fox and the Hound. It's, yeah, it's hard to pick. Fucking right? Fox and the Hound is a big one. Robin Hood was yeah. always a favorite. Uh, it's I gotta go with I've probably Aladdin or Lion King. As cliche as that sounds, like Aladdin for me was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Aladdin is a fucking strong one. Yeah, yeah. that's a great movie. I but, actually right under these couches have a huge drawer of Disney movies. Fuck yeah, you do. Right, really? Right here. Yeah. Oh my God, you oh, do, yeah. dude. Wow, that's amazing. Hercules, yeah, Dumbo, Lady and the Tramp. That's fantastic. Hey, there's porn in here. Hey, there's porn in here. <laughs> no, well, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with uh, James and the Giant Peach for me. Ooh, that strong. One, it's me, actually up on Netflix, by the way, FYI. That's, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's great. Yes. Oh, my God, yeah. Technically, I think a Disney film. Yeah. That movie just like changed my life. So Yeah. yeah. Fucking great. Just great. So there you go. Fun list. We're going to be uh, posting the full list. That's not all. Then we're going to be posting the full list uh, to our... Facebook and Twitter. You can find yeah. links to both of those at ptppodcast.com. I might actually read something we post for once. Wow. <laughs> Believe that I, shit, I eh? Kid, I kid. <laughs> He's uh, not going to. No, not at all. Uh, some Jake Brenneman here coming off uh, our big show at Ed Lee's here. Fuck this one's yeah. called Battle of New Orleans on PTP Podcast. Uh, Took a little trip along the Colonel Jackson to the mighty Mississippi. We took a little bacon and we took a little beans and went down and fought the British in the town of New Orleans. Fired our guns and the British kept a coming. Now there wasn't about as many as there was a while ago. Fired once more and they began running along the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. We looked down the river and we seen the British come. Now there must have been a hundred of them beating. Step so high they made the bugles ring. I was stood 
buy cotton bales and didn't say a thing. Well, we fired our guns and the British kept coming. Now there wasn't about as many as there was a while ago. Fired once more and they began running along the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Old Hickory said that would take him by surprise. Now we didn't fire muskets just to look him in the eyes. We held our fire till we really seen him well. When we sent the scrogans off, well, we really gave him well. We fired our guns and the British kept it coming. Now there was about as many as there was a while ago. Fired once more and they began running along the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, they ran through the barrels and they ran through the brambles and Filled a set of cannonballs and powdered his behind. We set the powder off, that's when the gator lost his mind. Well, we fired our guns and the British kept a coming. Now there wasn't about as many as there was a while ago. Fired once more and they began running along the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, they ran through the bears and they ran through the brambles and they ran through the bushes where the rabbits couldn't go. They ran so fast. Battle of New Orleans, Jake Brenneman. We're back here with our last story here on Pull the Plug. Yeah. Um, we like infographics from yes, time we, to time. Yes, we Everyone fucking does. do. Fuck yeah. Usually it's porn, though. They're informative yeah, and super graphic. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so these are um, – this is a breakdown of uh, the – the most hated bands in America okay. by state. I am absolutely loving these. I mean, it started off with, you know, really nice, like, everyone's favorite bands, yeah. and then it just got ruthless. Uh, so, I, now, I don't know all of the states off by heart. I do. So, I, you do? Okay, well, Every fantastic. single one. Um, for instance, Texas. Yeah. Their least favorite band, Bon Iver. Really? Mm-hmm. I can see it's probably super sissy for a Texan. Yeah, to like Bonnie it's not Bear. country, so yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, no country is very then, soft, very boring. Why would they like anything else? Uh, California, Luke Bryan, least favorite, least favorite. Bear. Now he's hmm. you know country, yeah, and you know doesn't really fit with that whole no. California mode. Super trendy, yeah. Uh, Arizona's least favorite band, Heim, of all ple- of all bands. What the fuck? kind of odd. Uh, Nevada, also not a fan of Bonnie Vare. <laughs> New Mexico, also Bonnie Vare. Wow. Really? Here's where it gets interesting. Montana, Idaho, Washington State, Oregon, Wyoming, Colorado, uh, North Dakota, or sorry, South Dakota, Nebraska. Holy shit. Uh, Iowa, R. Kelly. All of those places. Really? It's R. Kelly. <laughs> So it's doing mission. Also understandable. <laughs> kind of strange. Like, like I don't know. I'm not a fan of R. Kelly, but no, why would all of those places hate to have about... an entire state just be like, fuck R. Kelly? That's the thing. I don't know. It's really weird. Um, Bob Marley um, is actually the most hated artist or band in North Dakota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Well, that doesn't seem right. That just doesn't make sense. Illinois and Indianapolis, uh, both Heim. What did these three sisters do to make full states hate them so much 
and like they're an, an emerging band. Missouri and yeah, Florida, everyone. also Heim. The fuck? I don't get it. Uh, R. Kelly also um, not enjoyed in uh, in Massachusetts. <laughs> Or New Hampshire, he's he's definitely so, the one. Like throughout America, people are just like a big fuck you. To he, he's the most hated in he's, the U.S. He's the most hated. If you were to look, probably like at you know state basis, it's definitely what R. Kelly. Fuck? I I am surprised by Heim. I think that Heim. Yeah, it's the three sisters. They do really like eighties electro rock. Okay, kind of like it. It's but very like, much a niche group, but there's so many other groups. But yeah, like, they're sort of an emerging group. Like they've only really gotten big this year. Like yeah. why all of a sudden do all of these states hate them so much? <laughs> Weird. Like maybe they, maybe they said something and like it's have. all about like the culture of that particular place and they took offense to it. Maybe. Yeah. But, but I feel like there's a lot more offensive people out there. Like where's the Miley Cyruses hated? Yeah, on there? really though. I, my favorite is South Carolina. Um, and and coincidentally, um, I'm not too sure why. Also, Virginia hates the Rolling Stones. Yeah, of all artists to pick, um, is there anyone on there that's like it's one state that hates one obscure band? Uh, not obscure obscure band. Kentucky hates Radiohead, and uh, Illinois. I'm totally on board with Chris Brown. That's I'm totally there. <laughs> yeah. See, you fucking would. That be, one dude. totally makes sense. That makes sense. He's a cunt who should die. So. I don't know. We're going to be posting the link to that what story. Fuck. Along with the other stories from this evening. That's it's, so it's really That list strange. was not what I was expecting. No. Not even a little bit. You're expecting terrible, terrible music. I mean. Like, where's Justin Bieber on there? I'm pretty sure everyone in America hates Justin Bieber. Yeah. And he's not on there. This where's... list seems fishy. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm no going to have to do more research yeah. on this and figure out exactly what the fuck's going on. But yeah. I'm going to pump R. Kelly when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> Just fuck you, America. Yeah. I think R. Kelly's going to try to pump you when Ignition you Ignition know. remix, bitch. Is he still in the closet, or is that chapter... Is he out of the closet? Yeah, I don't know. How's that? We're still peeing on people. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. How many How many chapters does he have in that fucking thing now? 70? 77, it's I'm sure. It's fucking ridiculous. There's a lot of chapters, and I'm really not sure if he's still in the closet or not. I like the stuttering pimp. Lucius. He's Lucius. my favorite. He's my favorite guy. I'm. That's not a joke. That that's is... a real character in this whole mythos of R. Kelly's music. Of course, listen. Yep. Listen. Lucius the stuttering pimp. Yes, is a real thing that he's come up. YouTube with. that shit. That's all I'm saying. Perfect. What's the final song of the evening for us, Briner? Uh, you know what? I was thinking some Chris Nichols. If that's I was okay hoping for you. some stuttering pimp, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry Close to enough. disappoint you. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do a song called By the World here. Chris Nichols, Pull the Plug Podcast. Walking downtown, I'm cold and I'm hungry. Ain't got a job, so I'm begging for money now. Take a seat at the side of the street Play my guitar, pray for something to eat a man Help me up and you can tell I don't drink it The system you brought, what the hell I don't How did you get yourself here? You gotta take the wheel and learn how to steer Boys Whoa. 
Packed up my things and made my way to the highway. Hitchhiked these roads until the whole world was my face. Head to the west and now start on small favors. Live with my friends and now live with their neighbors. And when I'm done with going through hell, come back home. I got a story to tell. Thank God that I'm. Nichols, and uh, we're about to sign out for you. What a beaut that man is! Yeah, I, lo- I I said at the beginning of the show, but thanks to Chris Nichols for buying uh, me a Jaeger shot. Fuck, what a guy! Saturday, what a guy! Just a real charmer. Took really? me right over the edge. That was nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you needed. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yep. Smooth off that edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good show. It I had was fun. A good show. I liked your stories tonight. Oh, thanks. Yeah. A, yeah. Good night of stories. Real good night. That was good. And it was nice to have a discussion again. Uh, the was. music discussion. Yeah, it was good. Brought up real emotions among the three of us. I like <laughs> emotions. that. Emotions. <laughs> yeah, we cried, and yeah. there's lots of tissues around here. Yeah, and that's not even from the tears. No, so that's from the semen. That was just real raw emotion. Oh yeah, yeah. all over our faces. Yeah, personal in there. So if you want to let us know uh, what your favorite sophomore album is, go yeah, to please. our website ptppodcast.com. Uh, amongst the the, the 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 craziness that is up there, uh, there's a contact form. You can contact us and let us know. How good the show is, yep. how shitty the show is. Yep. Also. Yep. Um and and you know, take part in the discussions. Um there's also I think a new blog post up there. Is there Michael Angry Hawkins yeah, has that. been killing the blog posts. Um yeah, I mean if you feel like you can't get enough of him during the week, head on over to the blog and uh, read along with him. Yeah. So uh, he's really opening up and I like that. It's a new mic for 2014. Yeah, really, though. It's like when a serial killer writes his manifesto. That's what right. I think is happening. I'm assuming that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> that's hilarious. So we'll be back uh, next week as we are every week because yeah. you can't get rid of us. We're like we're like a venereal disease. Yeah. I've gotten know. rid of a few of them, actually. Good for you. Yeah. You stay with me. That's been Pull the Plug for this evening. Thank you guys so much for listening. Keep masturbating. And stay interesting. Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye. Go balls. Go balls. <laughs>